Zone special Christmas holiday life day special. Uh, I'm Jim Schneider, your host, coming to you from Denver, Colorado. Joined by a panel of neutral zoners from around the country in Chicago, we've got Locke Petersheim. Welcome to the holiday program. First big Chicago snow of the season, so appropriate for our holiday episode. Ho, ho, ho. There's a white neutral zone. <laughs> Wait, that sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> We want to be clear in the, yeah. in the, in the, in the new cultural landscape <laughs> right. of America. I, I we was, are not. was talking about the snow. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, <laughs> from Phoenix, Arizona, Robert Licardo, welcome. Hello. Hey, and from Eugene, Oregon, Tom Breuer. Welcome to the program, sir. Happy Life Day, pal. Happy Life Day, pals. Uh, so, yeah, it's Christmas time. It's the holidays. And I just thought we would chat a little bit about, you know, maybe some special nerdy or uh, sporty holiday memories or traditions well first i have a i have a bone to pick because in my head canon life day is really more of a thanksgiving holiday you're not a christmas holiday that's true why is that i don't know well don't don't put i don't (laughs) feel like my head canon was it was it aired it aired on thanksgiving oh it did air on thanksgiving well, it aired around Thanksgiving. Okay. I was going to say, I think it did air closer to Thanksgiving. That much I knew. But um, I guess I always assumed it to be a Christmas thing. But I guess it is called the Star Wars Holiday Special. Let's say this. Let's say it's like Ramadan. It sort of it's, it, it shifts each year. And it <laughs> sort of covers it. the general. Right. Um, but actually, that made me think of, and this is, I don't have, see, I, growing up, I was not a huge sports fan. Mm-hmm. But I was a geek. So, yeah. and I was trying to think of geek memories, you know, and obviously... I think I've talked about this before. I was given in Christmas 77, I got the infamous or famous um, Kenner cardboard foldout that said, you have some Star Wars toys coming in the quote-unquote near future. Right. Um, So I got the Luke, uh, Leia, R2, Chewbacca figures later in like May of of 78. So that was one Christmas memory. That same Christmas, 77, I believe... At Thanksgiving, I watched The Hobbit, and that turned me on to Tolkien. And so that that Christmas of that holiday of '77, I was reading Fellowship of the Ring, um, and then I got The Hobbit for Christmas. Cool. I started reading that. So yeah, so my um, that that would be my my origin, my holiday origin story of both Star Wars and uh, and Tolkien back in '70 Christmas '77. Oh. Yeah, and I, actually, I'm trying to, I, I don't remember what Christmas it was. It was probably, I guess, late 80s for me, but it was uh, that I got, I have a fond Christmas memory of getting, uh, like, a compilation of uh, Batman Year One and The Dark Knight Returns, which is the first time I'd read either one of those. Um, and I remember sitting, like, pretty much right after opening presents that day and powering through both of those, and that was warm, so, fuzzy so Christmas. Here's the question about the card, the card that you got in, in place of um, the actual toy. 
would those cards be worth any money on eBay? Probably. Yes, they are. But um, yeah. yeah, actually, well, they're not worth as much as the original toys are because the the, the whole thing is kind of ironic. The toys themselves are worth a lot of money in their original packaging, which, ironically, given how much important original packaging always is in these kind of collector situations, was just a white cardboard box. When you got that package in, like, March or April or May of, of 78, it wasn't, like, you know, it was incredible. <laughs> it was just, a, it just came in the middle. It's a white cardboard box. You open it up. It had a little plastic molding that held the four characters wow. in it. But the, the card, yeah, the card is worth something, not not put yeah. your kids through college money. Um, but of course, I do not have it because yeah. I was not a I was not a collector preserver. No, I was a user. Right. Just me too. Yeah, we. Yeah. No, all my t- Star Wars action figures and you know Millennium Falcon, X Wing, Death Star, they are all well played with. Uh, same. Yeah. My, yeah. Her, uh, took my mom. My mom threw out all my uh, Apple IPO stock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will oh, say this: way nerdier than any of us. I'm looking at my bookshelf. I do have those original Tolkien books that nice. I bought in 77, uh, winter of oh, 77. Man. Really? The Hobbit. And, wow. And oh, are, are they, are they all beaten to shit or are they? Yep. Yep. They are, they're all surviving due to the uh, glory of scotch tape. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would figure, you know, based on, on my, my, uh, Tolkien books. Actually come to think of it too. I remember, uh, my first comic book subscription I got as a gift, uh, for Christmas. Uh, in probably like the mid '80s, and it were actually early '80s. It was uh, the Star Wars comic book, um, and it was right. It was after Empire Strikes Back, because it was like the story took was basically like everyone trying to find Han Solo and stuff. And I actually went back recently on Marvel Unlimited and read some of those, and they're really good. I like, you know, yeah. kind of getting into this larger Star Wars universe. Of like, man, they could have done better to make some of these stories than a lot of the crap they did with the prequels. Well, it's interesting, too, and Jim, I think you can probably definitely speak to this because you have two young children. I have, uh, you know, young nieces and nephews. Um, Christmas holiday time is when you, 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 your go-to for them is often either a sports team gear right. or a geek, whether it's Marvel, Star Wars, you know, these days, uh, whatever it is. Yep. I'm getting my nephew and niece Star Wars stuff, Marvel stuff, and Packers stuff, you know? That's right. And, and in fact, I actually got a friend of ours gave us uh, some old, like, uh, original Star Wars figures that uh, she had and they weren't here using. And they're not in packaging, they're not in great, you know, they're not like that, but they're in good shape. And, and the kids play with them, like, every day. And I actually thought about trying to, I got online, I was like, oh, I wonder if I could maybe find, like, you know, some original Star Wars toys to buy for them. Like, yeah, I gave up on that pretty quick because uh, the price tag's a bit. <laughs> yeah, I just yesterday I got caught up in the uh, spending too much on your niece and nephew. But again, uh, this is perfectly ties in because my nephew, who I'm going to assume is not listening to this podcast, yeah. if he is, Warren, hit the yeah. mute button. Uh, <laughs> he's getting he's getting a Sam Shields jersey, which he asked for, and oh, I'm oh. getting him a Guardians Two lobby poster. You know, nice. so that's awesome. He can space his cover. That's great. That's kind of a retroactive jinx, the Sam Shields jersey, because yeah. Maybe out. it'll be good luck I, to bring him back. I think if it, if an eleven year old asks for something that exists, the, the purity outside the jinx bubble. I tend to think so too. I think you have to be at a, a, a more advanced stage to start really making ripples in the jinx universe. 
It's sort of like you, it's you, a have, to, you have to go through these sports. Uh, yeah, you have to go through the sports either confirmation or rite of <laughs> right. rite of passage into into adulthood. Yeah, uh, before you before you can really start. Yeah, you got to go through all the sports sacraments like confession. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> Father, for the peeing on the church thing. Um, <laughs> now that's a comment without any context. There. Yeah, I'm leaving it that way too. Um, may or may not have happened, but anyway, uh, <laughs> Robert. Any fond Christmas? You, you know, the one thing I, I – and I don't know why I remember this, but when – and it must have been – it must have been seven or eight. And I, I played with Hot Wheels, and I wanted that Hot Wheels car transport for Christmas like it was nobody's oh, business. Yeah. And, and I was – that's the one thing I remember for Christmas being so elated to get that Hot Wheels car transport. <laughs> That's a good man. Hot Wheels were fun. I remember right, we had some really cool Hot Wheels like track sets and stuff. Um, Are you guys um, old enough to remember the J.C. Penney catalogs in the seventies? Yes, yeah. they're about an inch thick. The Christmas holiday catalogs. Oh hell yes! Oh, man, talk about a religious experience. Yeah, talk about someone yeah. delivering the the scrolls to your home in oh, November. You know, it was the greatest they thing. Right to the toy that. section and circle the yep. circle the ones you wanted. Right. But what's funny that the, the two catalogs I get in the mail to this day are still the Legos catalog and the Packers catalog because those are the things I buy gifts for my my niece and nephew from. Awesome! You actually get catalogs. I do. Yeah. <laughs> and, Duluth, and yeah, and was... Duluth trading for my underwear. They, <laughs> they uh, we have the Sears catalog and. and that we would just that that talk about beating beating a publication to crap. I mean, we. Would well, you go? Things. You'd go through and circle the tough skins you wanted. I mean, that's <laughs> yes. <true>, right. <laughs> Those are the presents that I was disappointed with when I got that. The granables. <laughs> granables. <laughs> somewhere online, they actually have PDFs of all those old catalogs that going yeah, back they do. to the seventies. And it's I a, downloaded them a few years ago. I don't know where the downloads are, but yeah, I have those PDFs. Yeah, me and too. I, I it was and, I, and I was and I was looking at oh, those pages and being like, remember they would do they they would do basically this was like the Playboy centerfold of the <laughs> J.C. Penney's catalog. Is <laughs> you get towards the middle and they do like a full page of a huge playset. Oh no! You know, like like the Star Wars giant playset. GI Joe, GI Joe. Playset, and you'd be like, "Oh, someday, when I have enough money, I'm gonna have a room just filled with GI Joe toys." <laughs> Actually, I still think. Oh, I mean, I, would, I was a big Packer fan back then, and and thought I would uh, end up as a Green Bay Packer, and I, I don't think it's gonna happen, frankly. Well, uh, never know, Tom. But um, I think the most disappointing Christmas I ever had was when I ordered one of those uh, vibrating electronic football games. <laughs> It was malfunction. It didn't work. So, so there was that. And then when I finally did get it, it was, it was underwhelming to say yeah. the least. And yeah. Those, uh, that, that, that is a bummer. They, they, well, they pl actually played like the actual Packer, Packers of the seventies. They sort of ran <laughs> circles and <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people don't realize that that was actually accurate. Uh, audio. That's what that's what pet players sound like when they're running. They go. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Right, it was it was fun for about well zero seconds. <laughs> I was just seeing online speaking of nostalgia, and and I didn't get a lot of sports games because again I was a geek. 
But um, do you guys, any of you ever have the NFL play call audio um, discs where it was a Monday night football or, or NFL thing where you, it was, you, you chose plays in secret and then you put an audio disc in and you each chose your defense and offensive choices and then you hit the button and it played an audio recording of an announcer describing the play as it would happen according to your choices. Oh. Check, oh. check it out. Real thing. 70, but yeah, that was the alternative to the classic, famous, uh, as Tom described, uh, what do you, electronic, electric football? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the electric, yeah, yeah vibrating. Yeah, the actual traditional. But I mean, if you show that to a kid these days, I mean, they would. Yeah, if you ever want to have a, a kid feel sorry for you. <laughs> also, as again, as a public like service story. announcement, do not approach children and say, "I want to show you this vibrating." Uh, yeah. These days. <laughs> It's in the basement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then while we're talking about, just steering away from that quickly, what while we're talking about games, remember in the, you guys remember in the 80s, it would have been my my teen years, probably your guys' uh, elementary school years, when the, you know, the first handheld video games were that little red dot moved oh, down to the field. Oh, yeah, I had one of those, yeah. Oh, yeah, the football game. I have one in the garage that works. Wow! Whoa! Simple oh, yes. football, not at all, but yeah, it was still really fun. Yeah, I, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, I had one of those. I didn't even like football at the time. I didn't care. I played it. It was, you know, and, and it really, my knowing or not knowing anything about football made no difference. Well, no. Uh, do you recall the same uh, baseball game? Uh oh, I had yep. a baseball game. Yep. yep. Yeah, with the red dots. Ooh, red uh, red dots three. went around. Yep. Remember the yep, the dot came down the line from the pitcher to the to the home base. Yes. The little dot would come down and you had to hit the button at the right time to get hit. No, yes. I, don't, I don't know how much you guys are ever into video games, but it was I've heard of them. It's like a revelation when you actually like the Madden games started coming out and you know, there were actually eleven players on each right. each side of the uh, line of scrimmage and it was just like now now kids would so, Yeah. Right? So I mean Let's start. You kids today, we're sitting here talking about little red dots coming down the field. And I sit there with my nephew playing. He has uh, his Madden is two years old. And he sits there and thinks about, I said, do you want a new Madden this year? He's like, no, let's wait till next year because I want to get this player and that player when they're in the league and they'll be in Madden. You know, so he's like, he's planning out the future based on, well, when will, you know, when will. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And it's like the players look exactly like the players in reality. And it's like, you know. Atari football was three smudges. Also, I should I know, know that I mean, my that, nephew... That red dot looked a lot like, you know, I don't know, James Lofton? I don't know. I'm sure. They... <laughs> <laughs> it, it did. I don't know. I mean, my, pretty my close. Nephew has, my nephew has created two Packers for his Madden team. Um, Favre, who I believe is seven feet tall, 250 pounds, <laughs> wide receiver. And then uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who I believe, nice. I guess, is like eight feet tall, 350 pounds. So yeah, these are these are his wide receivers. What were the uh, Royer? What were the stats on Fats McCoy? This was oh, a Fats McCoy. Yeah, this was a, this was a, uh, a player that Royer uh, created in Madden a bunch of years ago. Different iterations of Fats McCoy, but it, it, one the one we saw was a quarterback. Yeah, he was the. It, we, they, we made him as short as possible and as heavy as possible. Yeah, so he and was he like five ninety nine speed because you could just set the speed wherever you wanted. Right. <laughs> And, and, and you, was, when you 
the minute you say different iterations, I immediately think I flash on like Westworld. Well, here's the, yeah. the various in, in, uh, iterations <laughs> of this character Evolutions as, of that. We tweaked him, as we tweaked him. Because for, for a while when I was just playing playing uh, in my lonely uh, apartment, uh, Fance McCoy was a, a running back who I, I'd made him like like the highest level of everything you could give a player. And he was just like this bowling ball going down the field. Um, but it was more challenging at quarterback because he was like 5'2", and I couldn't see over the line of scrimmage, so you had to roll him out all the time. You had a rocket for an arm, though. Oh, he was, yeah. Well. He threw to Mr. T. That's right. Wide open. That's right. And, of course, in the future, you know, we talked about in, in the last week's podcast, we talked about NFL ratings. In the future, they will just genetically enhance uh, players according to uh, the stats and the yeah. – Right, exactly. We'll be able to pick it up. So you like, will have an eight-foot-tall player in the game. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. speaking of, of jolly fat men, I hope that uh, Santa is good to all of you guys this year. And uh, I think we're going to uh, wrap up this special holiday episode of The Neutral Zone. Just wanted to say thank you guys for being on the show this year. Appreciate it. Merry Christmas Woo-hoo. to you all. Hopefully, Woo-hoo. you know. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah Harry. Those covers. That's right. That's right. Surprises next year. We can't do our Zerastian. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know, best best of the holiday season, and hopefully a uh, you know a better 2017. And uh, have to be winter. I yeah, hope so. Was Henry, uh, Henry was born on the 10th of uh, January. He uh, his first Christmas. This will be his first Christmas. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so I that's think pretty the, exciting. Yeah. The key will be to watch for would be on uh, January first if David Bowie and Prince come back to life. Ah, then we'll know that that uh, things are turning around. That's oh, good. Yes. I, I'm looking yes, forward that to that. That'll be, that'll be yes. a hell of a, a New Year's Rock and Eve special. Maybe like when the ball drops, they'll just show up. And I picture I picture them arriving on a sled from like heaven, you know, <laughs> with, a, with guitars and rocking out. Purple glitter. Dick Clark is uh, is the driver. <laughs> yeah. well, speaking of uh, Lord of the Rings, would David Bowie come back sort of as like David Bowie the White instead of David Bowie the Gray? Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it seems yeah, like so an enhanced yeah. David Bowie. That's right. And Prince is kind of like a hobbit, he's pretty short. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Little, little Frodo and. Uh, and Bowie the White coming back would be great. I would say if anyone's going to pull a, re- a resurrection, it would be Bowie and or Prince. I, t- I tend to agree with that. So here's hoping for that. Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right, guys. Great. Well, thank you, and thanks, everybody out there, for listening. We'll see you soon. Excelsior. All of you are an important part of my life, pal. I'm glad I could be here. This holiday is yours. But we all share with you the hope that this day brings us closer to freedom and to harmony and to peace. No matter how different we appear, we're all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. I hope that this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage, and more than anything else, our love for one another. This is the promise of the Tree of Life.